Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Scoopy Radio. Everyone, or good morning, depending on when you listen. Good afternoon. This show is heard all around the world. It could be any time, any place. This is Chris Sheridan from Get More Sports. Sheridan Hoops on Twitter. Coming through this afternoon to talk about Anthony Davis trades and, and a lot more involving guys who could or could not or, or will be, depends who you talk to, playing for the Los Angeles Lakers as we go down the road uh, and enter year one of LeBron James uh, playing on the left coast. Uh, I'm joined today by uh, by a, a really good reporter, like a really good reporter who I've known for a few years. And I, I read his stuff on Twitter all the time because he's uh, he's got his pulse. He's got his finger on the pulse. He talks to people that a lot of mainstream guys don't talk to, and uh, he doesn't get enough credit, but he will going forward when his stuff all becomes true. And it's Brandon Scoopy Robinson. He's the senior basketball writer at Basketball Society and the, the host of the Scoopy Radio podcast. Brandon, Scoop, good to have you on. He's joining us today from uh, from uh, a, a real good steakhouse in Harlem. What's it called again? PD Steakhouse. What's going on, Chris? Hey man, I, there's too many good steakhouses in New York. You lose track, you know. Uh, and, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to check this one out, and I get the next steaks on me because you're coming on my show. Um, it's good to have you on, uh, first of all, and let's get right at it. Um, I'm out with a column today about Anthony Davis trade possibilities because I'm uh, extraordinarily well sourced on a uh, on on this story. And Anthony Davis is going to be playing for a New Orleans Pelicans team uh, this upcoming season. Scoop that. They lost to Marcus Cousins, and they lost Rajon Rondo, uh, and they lost him in, in free agency and got nothing back. Um, you know, Rondo went to the Lakers to join up with with LeBron and Demarcus. As he comes back from his torn Achilles tendon, is going to uh, be joining the Golden State Warriors eventually. And uh, and the possibilities for for Anthony Davis moving forward. Possibility number one is the Pelicans play above their heads, and uh, and they they're a playoff contending team and. Anthony Davis stays happy down there, and and maybe they can bring in another piece or two to to help them out because they're pretty thin right now, and then it's all good. But if not, uh, this thing comes apart, and then certain teams are going to be in the mix. And right now, uh, my sponsors at BetDSI.com are listing the Boston Celtics as the favorite. 
and they're listing the Los Angeles Lakers as the number two, and then three and four are the are the Knicks, and the and the Philadelphia 76ers both at eight to one. Um, and you know, Scoop, you were out with a story uh, not too long ago that Kevin Durant's going going to the Lakers. So I'm going to let you start, and you tell me what you know about Kevin Durant and uh, and, and what he's got in the store. Uh, of course, he's under contract with the Golden State Warriors right now, but he'll be free in the summer. So you take it from there. Well, yeah, uh, when you look at the situation, I, I got a text from a, a source last month, uh, which basically said that Kevin Durant and LeBron James are, are, are linking are looking to link up and, and, and start something special uh, next season and got a lot of hate, a lot of feedback, but that's part of the job. Um, you look at the situation with uh, LeBron, it's year one in Los Angeles. They did not cash in on the uh, sweepstakes to get Paul George and the Lakers still need a star or two. Uh, or three, and uh, you you have pegged that Anthony Davis is the guy uh, that could potentially go to the Lakers, if not the Boston Celtics, which you guys picked at first. But the funny thing is, uh, I did hear from a source uh, shortly after I put out that KD tweet, I can say on record on your show, uh, that Anthony Davis is the person of interest that the Los Angeles Lakers have, Uh, and it's no coincidence uh, that you have a situation where Anthony Davis did sign uh, with Clutch. And my source who actually shared that information about uh, Kevin Durant as it related to uh, joining the Los Angeles Lakers, that same source was the person uh, who told me uh, emphatically uh, that uh, that Anthony Davis would sign with Clutch uh, days before it happened, actually a few days before it happened. And it just reminds me so much of, the post that the Lakers have uh, within LeBron James' camp a year before having Contavious Caldwell Pope stay with the team, despite certain things that were going on legal matters, that that's commendable on their part that they kept their word. Uh, but there are so many different things that just seem logistically right. Um, and 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 so with your reporting and with my reporting, certain pieces of the puzzle, pieces of the puzzle rather, are uh, starting to make a little sense uh, a year before Kevin Durant becomes a free agent uh, next summer. You know, a good 60% or so of the NBA is going to be uh, free agents next summer, Scoop. And um, and there's a lot of teams out there that have, that have a lot of room next summer. The Knicks have two max slots, and they're going to, they could sit Kristaps Porzingis the entire season this year, just tank the season, and then go get two max guys, have Kristaps back full strength, uh, have not have a rookie year under his belt and then, uh, and, and then see who, you know, who they're going to get, whether they get them through trades or whether they get them through free agency, they're going to have two max spots. So it's a waiting game in New York. It's a waiting game across the river in Brooklyn, because also the, the, the Brooklyn Nets have two max slots. Uh, the Lakers have two max slots coming up. The the landscape of the NBA is going to change incredibly next summer. Uh, but, yeah. But we're going into a season where there's so many, there's so many expiring contracts and there's so many max slots. Where are they all going to go? And a lot of people want to go to the big markets uh, and want to go to want to go to either LA market or uh, or the New York market. But also the Houston Rockets have a fantastic team that they put together, and you know everyone knows they're in the mix on the Jimmy Butler stuff as we speak. Mm-hmm. But when you look at when you look at a guy like Anthony Davis, he's under contract for a couple more years, and, and you know he's got a player option after that, so he's not driving the bus here. Um, and we were in a similar situation with yeah the Pelicans are driving the bus. We were in a similar situation with the Toronto Raptors, or excuse me, with the with the San Antonio Spurs with Kawhi Leonard uh, at the beginning of the summer. He wanted to go to one or two places, and that was it. And everybody thought, yeah, well, then he's going to get there. But guess what? Greg Popovich was driving the bus, and Greg Popovich traded him to the coldest place he could have traded him outside of uh, Minnesota, which would have kept him in the conference. So when you when you look at um, 
who's driving the bus here? It's Dell Demps and it's Tom Benson with the, with you know Tom Benson owns the Saints and the and the Hornets. Oh, excuse me, and the Pelicans. And uh, he, he likes building his team around one superstar. Uh, in football, it's Drew Brees. In basketball, it's Anthony Davis. Um, mm-hmm. You think you think he would let Anthony Davis go if uh, if he thought there was no better no better alternative? Well, I'll tell you this. I, I look at what you said about the driving of the bus and using the Popovich analogy. I think that that makes uh, plausible sense in the sense of uh, they hold the keys more so, meaning Dell Demps than, than Anthony Davis does. Um, I, I look at the situation with um, DeMarcus Cousins and him being displeased with just that whole situation uh, with the Pelicans. I actually spoke with uh, DeMarcus Cousins this summer. He was excited and he talked about his own personal growth and he looked at the Warriors situation and, you know, has said to me in, in, in death and basically said um, that, that the Warriors are like Plato. You can mold them into whatever you want them to be. And I look at the situation with Anthony Davis. Um, I, I think that over the last few years, just that team has been disappointing because they haven't found a way to seal the deal. I was really rooting for them as an underdog against the Warriors a few years ago when they played them. There was no dice. And you look at you look at this season, at least going into the, the free agency, you looked at DeMarcus Cousins and you thought there'd be a chance that he stayed. He ended up getting Julius Randle. And um, you just look at the situation with Anthony Davis. Is he really happy? You know, people will always use the, the reference of, you know, people will buy property out there and just assume. You know what they say about assuming? Make uh, sure so you know what out of you know who. Um, <laughs> that, that he wanted to go to the Lakers. Um, but, you know, Los Angeles does have two teams, just like New York has two teams in Brooklyn and, 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 and New York and the Knicks. Um, so, you know, the Clippers are a team of intrigue. We talked about Jimmy Butler. Um, I spoke to about three different sources today. One source said to me um, that, the, that Jimmy Butler would be emphatic about uh, re-signing with the Clippers if he shipped there. Uh, that same source also said to me, you know, that he really wanted to go to L.A., but obviously with the LeBron situation, the LeBron situation is the LeBron situation. But ultimately, the Timberwolves, like uh, Kawhi Leonard and, and like Anthony Davis, hold the keys to Jimmy Butler's future. You know, you can kick and scream all day. They don't have to kick you out of the first day of school if they don't want to, you know. So I, I think in that situation, there's a lot of moving pieces that still take shape. Um, and, and when you talk about the Knicks in the future, I mean, Chris Haynes over at Fox Sports and Yahoo said, well, said on Fox Sports, he's a Yahoo writer. He said that, you know, don't sleep on uh, a, a situation where the Knicks can make a lot of noise. I'm still on the fence about that. But I do think that the landscape of the NBA is drastically changing. And if you thought 2018 was a, a summer to remember, man, oh, man, I, I can't wait to call Orville Redenbacher and buy some popcorn. You're going to need some popcorn. <laughs> it's yeah people people passing your seatbelts time is is coming and it's going to be you know it's going to be nuts um yeah. it's going to it's going to be kind of like 14 was when uh and like like 2010 where full times lebron were on the market you know 18 nobody re- really was quite sure what lebron was going to do until lebron just said hold the phone i'm getting on an airplane and i'm going to to europe uh, Clutch Sports put out a press release, and that's the way that, that, that that thing ended up getting announced. And that was the same day that he had met with the Philadelphia 76ers, and they actually posted Check this about out. chances. If Go I ahead. I interject for a second. That whole LeBron thing, just just uh, to, to be a little clear, uh, I had actually written a story uh, in June, or tweeted it and uh, written a little bit about it as well over Basketball Society Online. Um, I had reported that LeBron James was actually supposed to uh, announce his decision uh, of, of, of where he was going using a trailer. Uh, and the trailer was supposed to be used on Instagram TV. And the trailer uh, was supposed to be Warner Brothers characters, uh, 
who were in a Space Jam film basically stealing sports memorabilia. Now, this isn't O.J. Simpson we're talking about stealing sports memorabilia. This is the good side. Uh, basically, it was stealing Kobe Bryant memorabilia, stealing uh, Magic Johnson, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and more. And basically, LeBron was supposed to save the day um, using, uh, or rather, appearing in a Lakers uniform. And so I got a call uh, the day after uh, Clutch actually put out that press release, and they said uh, that, in fact, uh, LeBron um, changed the script based upon my reporting and that that wasn't going to happen. And then you see last month, Space Jam did come out. That was supposed to be the Space Jam, Jam trailer that was used. So I've been going through Twitter hell waiting for LeBron to put out this trailer. And in fact, you know, Space Jam was released, uh, or rather that the announcement of Space Jam was announced. And um, it's just a lot of different cool things going on. And you see LeBron uh, releasing a lot of just intellectual property, whether it be through HBO and other movies and films. So this stuff is some outer worldly stuff that is more than just basketball. It's great for basketball, but you know, for guys like ourselves that are getting this knowledge and things change, it's, it's just a great time. Space Jam 2, LeBron James, the Lakers, how Hollywood can that be, man? That That's awesome. Yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy. People don't realize how, how, how much things change on a minute to minute and, and day by day, hour to hour basis in the NBA. <laughs> what wasn't on the table, you know, I think a perfect example is what Miami's putting forth for, for Jimmy Butler. Miami mm-hmm. for a long time was saying, no, Josh Richardson, no way. It's not going to happen, not going to happen. Now all of a sudden, reporting came out today in, in the Columbus State Papers that, that Josh Richardson has, in fact, been offered to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But that those those trade talks broke down over, you know, over whatever they broke down with. But, you know, I, it sounded like a situation where both sides got fed up with each other and hung up the phone and, a lot of times that happens, and they, then they, you know, they take a day off and they go back and they try to do it again. So, you know, Jimmy Butler is going to end up playing basketball somewhere this season. It's just, you know, it's where, and it, if it's going to be one of his uh, preferred destinations, then he'll sign long term. But you're talking about a guy who's, uh, you know, he, he's coming up on the wrong side of thirty for one thing. He's had two knee surgeries, and he wants mm-hmm. the next deal. So Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler, four years from now, is not going to be Jimmy Butler three years ago. And, uh, and he's been, he's been an intricate part of all of Tom Thibodeau's teams. You know, he wasn't in, in Chicago with the bulls and he is, or has been with the Minnesota Timberwolves, but you know, the time has come for, for that relationship to, to end for the yeah. reasons that, that, that are out there. Uh, but I, I want to go back to Anthony Davis. Cause right now, Anthony sure. Davis, he, he is the co-favorite right now to win MVP. Um, he's three to one along with the honest combo. They're both three to one. Um, James Harden's a little bit behind him. He's seven to two, and LeBron James uh, is four to one. And then, and then you got longer odds on on a bunch of different guys, um, you know, and and some some decent wagering opportunities. I mean, Russell Westbrook at eighteen to one is not bad. Carl Anthony Towns, Carl Anthony Towns was a hundred to one. He's although he's dropped. He's at he's a forty five to one. Um, and you know, when 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 you start looking at, at guys who are going to be uh, impact players and MVP caliber candidates. What names jump to mind for you? Uh, this season or beyond? Oh, just in the upcoming season. I mean, I, I still don't sleep on the notion that LeBron James is still an MVP candidate. You know, I think that he's in a situation where he's really got to guide that team. He's got to guide that team. I think, you know, Brandon Ingram is, is, is a special talent. I've said this since the summer. He is right now – uh, everything that Kevin Durant would be on that team, a, a Kevin Durant light, if you will, um, a guy that can, can can take fallaway jumpers, a guy that can create his own shot and does it looking effortlessly. And, you know, LeBron still got to be in the ears of Lonzo Ball, Rajon Rondo, 
Kyle Kuzma, but I think he's he's a he's a, a he's the sharpener in the shed that sharpens all the tools because he's been there, he's done that, and uh, he's got T-shirts and 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 keychains as proof. Uh, but then when you look at the situation in, in Houston, he's got jewelry. You know, we got jewelry too, you know. There you go. He's got, oh. got some rings. <laughs> <laughs> Drake said it best. He said, "I got some really big rings. I got a really big team." And when you transition into a really big rings and really big team, that's something that the Houston Rockets genuinely want to do. I mean, within one game of beating the Golden State Warriors, I had Irv Rowland, an assistant coach with the uh, Houston Rockets, on the Scoopy Radio podcast this summer, and Irv was emphatic about had you know Chris Paul really played in Game Seven of the Western Conference Finals. Hey. Could you legitimately have had a, a Houston Rockets playing against the Cleveland Cavaliers in, in the NBA Finals uh, this past season? He's emphatic that it's quite plausible that that could happen. So that being said, if I was Houston, I'd be motivated. If I was James Harden, I would be daggone sure motivated to to, to make some noise in, in the NBA season. The reigning MVP uh, from last season, James Harden has something to prove this season. Um, and I look at that situation in Boston with Kyrie Irving, a guy – uh, who got hurt and didn't um, really make any noise in the playoffs. But you had a Jason Tatum uh, who really showed that he was a bona fide star, uh, and, and they really got to see the proof in the pudding, and he came in a little early. So I think Kyrie Irving is going to have a chip on his shoulder and going out and producing. Because and, some could say that the Celtics don't need him. You know, you, you have a, uh, a Rozier. You, you have a Gordon Hayward. You, you have a Jason Tatum already. He's got to share the ball, but he's got to put a point in. He's got to uh, really prove what he's going to do. He still hasn't signed anything, although he verbally committed, at least on tape. Um, he worded it quite well, if you ask me. I think he'd he, he get off on a grand jury uh, the way he worded it. Um, but I think at the end of the day, those are the guys that I see. LeBron James, James Harden, uh, Kyrie Irving, and, and, and also Giannis Antetokounmpo. This is, a, this is a big year for the Greek freak. You're on the cover of NBA 2K19, start playing like it. You saw flashes of that brilliance uh, this past season. His favorite coach, Jason Kidd, was, was out in Milwaukee. And you have a Mike Budenholzer who all he has to do is, hey, get on the court, put, put up numbers, and the stats will be there. So I look at Giannis, I look at James Harden, I look at LeBron James, and I look at Kyrie Irving as, as those names uh, that, that stand out to me this coming season. Yeah, those guys are all chalk, and uh, and Kyrie, you mentioned. Uh, I've talked about this on the show before. Kyrie is right now sitting at forty to one odds to win the to win the MVP, and you're right about exactly how he worded that. And you're right about the grand jury here in New York. The, the, the expression <laughs> says, "What is an expression in New York's been around forever? A grand jury would indict a ham sandwich." And it's true because <laughs> if you can't, if you're a prosecutor and you can't get something past the grand jury, then you're not a very good prosecutor. So, uh, but Kyrie's sitting at forty to one, and it gives me an opportunity to plug uh, plug our uh, the, the guys paying the bills. This this podcast lives on GetMoreSports.com, and, and you can always find it by looking at following me on Sheridan Hoops. But we're sponsored by BetDSI.com. Um, this is one of the biggest offshores in the world, folks. If you're if you're listening from the United States, you go to BetDSI.com. If you're listening from overseas, you got to bet the go to BetDSI.eu. Take you to the same site, and uh, uh, they're offering a, a real nice bonus. If you uh, if you deposit up to a thousand dollars and you use the bonus code BBALL1000, that's all capital letters B B A L L 1000, they'll match your uh, initial deposit up to a thousand U.S. dollars. So that's a hell of a lot of free money, and then you can go and have some fun uh, throwing your money around here and there on on whatever you think. If you take the over under on the Giants yesterday, everybody took the under, and then the Giants lost on a what looked like it would have been about an 80, 87 yard field. 
Scoop, did they, how much air did they have in that football down in Carolina that that guy kicked for the game with, man? That would have been good from 80 yards. Um, that was yeah. a special football. No deflate gate happening in, in Carolina. But you know, <laughs> let, let, let's, let's keep it on the NBA, though, because that's, that's, that's where we live. And uh, let's start talking about championship contenders that nobody's talking about. Um, I ran into Jermaine O'Neal at a Big Three event out in Brooklyn over the summer, and, and he said, "Man, nobody talks about the Utah Jazz. There's nobody talks about this team, and they beat Golden State last year three times. Once again by 30, and then once by 19, mm-hmm. and they kept the same team together over the summer. And, and so they've already shown they're they're equipped to beat the Golden State Warriors because they did it last season, and they did it with the same team they got now. Um, so." Put aside Utah for a second, but give me somebody else that nobody's nobody's looking at who you think might be um, a, just a, a bigger contender, whether it's East or West, than uh, than people are are currently talking about. The Boston Celtics and the Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, you look uh, at the 76ers. You're not going to get an argument there in Boston or Philly. I'll tell you that. No, not at all. I went to college right outside of uh, Philadelphia at Eastern University on the main line, right down the street from Villanova, and. Philadelphia has been championship city at least this year with the wins of Villanova in the national championship game. And, you know, Philadelphia seven, or excuse me, the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFL, but bigger than that, uh, really and truly, uh, when I look at the Philadelphia 76ers, they exceeded expectations. Last year I had been pegged as a, as an, at least an eight seed uh, in the NBA playoffs and they exceeded those expectations. But um, I think in the off season, I like the addition of Wilson Chandler to an already uh, already Sixers core that has uh, Ben Simmons, NBA's reigning rookie of the year, uh, a Joel Embiid, who I could see playing somewhere between 60 to 65 games this season. They still got a wrestling hand. More than anything, I think Markel Fultz is going to come in with a new attitude. Talk to Jamal Crawford on the Scoopy Radio podcast uh, this summer. And, and really and truly, Jamal uh, talked about how he, Zach Levine, and uh, Markel Fultz worked out together over the summer, and there's really a determination and a, and a focus that Markel has going into the season. The one drawback that I have about the Sixers is um, they weren't able to find a buyout uh, in the uh, to, to get uh, Jamal Crawford. Uh, they, they didn't buy out Jared Bayless. You had the Colangelo controversy, but they hired Elton Brand. He has a lot to prove this season. But when you look at the Boston Celtics, you see what you have already. Going into the regular season, Gordon Hayward's last season, Gordon Hayward got hurt the first game of the season against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, Kyrie Irving ended up not making it to the playoffs. And then you have an emerging Jason Tatum. Not just that, you have a supporting cast of Al Horford. Um, you, you have a Marcus Smart who, uh, if he could just stay away from arguing with J.R. Smith, he'll be all right. Uh, but I, I think that the Boston Celtics and Brad Stevens have something to prove. And, hey, if they don't make it to the finals this season, bro, they have cap space, draft picks, and a potential uh, NBA coach of the year for the foreseeable future in uh, Brad Stevens. But I can't leave out the Houston Rockets, man. The Houston Rockets, although they lost Luke Bamute, they lost uh, they, they, they lost uh, some other guys. Um, Trevor Reza, yeah, they lost as well. I uh, had Robert Ory on the podcast uh, said to me that, you know, that's going to come back to bite him in the butt. You can't uh, leave out premium shooting in Carmelo. Listen, this guy gets a bad rap because he took money and because, you know, he went to the Knicks and the Knicks mortgaged their future with him. But Carmelo, last I checked, can still shoot. And uh, a reunion with Mark, Mike D'Antoni is great for TV, man. They added Brandon Knight. Um, I just really want to see them win something. Everybody likes an underdog. When you talk about the Utah Jazz in that situation, the one thing I admired about the Utah Jazz is the fact that they weren't scared against uh, OKC. They weren't scared. And, um, I think that that says a lot. I think that Donovan Mitchell reminds me so much of a young Dwayne Wade. 
fearless. Didn't come in with people checking for him like that. I had uh, Eric Woodyard over at the, the Deseret News. He's a beat writer uh, with the Deseret News. And he told me at the beginning of the season, man, pick up this guy named Donovan Mitchell. I'm like, who? He said, pick up Donovan Mitchell. Chris, my biggest regret is that I didn't pick him up on my fantasy team. And, and, and it haunts me in my dreams even this summer. That would have been great yeah, for my well. fantasy team. And uh, I think Donovan Mitchell's going to pick up where he left off at. Yeah, I watched. I watched the. Uh, uh, um, I watched the Thunder play play the Hawks last night, and I, and I said to myself, "I'm picking up Dennis Schroeder, man." I know he was playing against playing against his old team, but uh, damn, he was lighting lighting it up, and uh, he was doing it effortlessly last night uh, against the Atlanta Hawks. They're gonna be the worst team in the NBA, and he had a little motivation thing going. But I'm picking <laughs> that guy up in my in my fantasy draft. <laughs> Talking about the odds, you know, the Celtics right now are only five to one. Um, the, the Golden State Warriors are heavy, heavy favorites at minus two sixty-five. Uh, the Sixers are at sixteen to one. Um, some some crazy odds though. The Spurs are under to one. The Thunder, the Thunder, who there's a lot of sharp money coming in on the Thunder with the over under on the win total for the season. They're at thirty-eight to one. The Bucks, mm-hmm. with the honest, are at one hundred and five to one. Jazz are sixty-five to one. Um, the Indiana Pacers, who I really, really like a lot, because they got. Their business taken care of quick. They only lost one guy in Lance. Um, they're 130 to one. So you know these are again these are wagering opportunities that are out there for anybody around the world. Uh, but in the United States, you know, gambling we got this misplaced Puritan thing going on in our country. Um, but gambling's not illegal anymore. Sports gambling is just not illegal anymore. It's legal in five states. It's in in Nevada, New Jersey, Delaware. West Virginia, Mississippi, they're all online taking taking live sports betting right now. Pennsylvania has given out a couple of licenses already, and, and they'll be uh, those those places will be up and running uh, within a couple of weeks, and we'll see how many of the states come in year, you know month by month, week by week as the as the year winds down. But um, it's not illegal to gamble in the United States anymore, and and so you know it's the type of thing you want to have fun with. Um, if you, if you, you know, you're listening from Utah and you like them at 65 to one, go to betthesi.com and open an account and take them, you know, put whatever you want on them. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's not illegal folks, you know, in Utah, you got to drive to Wendover to place a bet. You got to drive to one of the border cities in, uh, in Nevada, but you don't have to do that anymore. You just, you can do it online. And, uh, uh going back to something you, you hit on scoop about assets, uh, and tradable assets, this is something I hit on in the, in the column about the, about Anthony Davis. Um, you know, you got to make the money match for one thing if you're going to get Anthony Davis. So they would have to put a Marcus Smart into a deal if they don't put in, you know, Al Horford who's at 29 million or Awood, he's at 20 million. But um, you know, all the young pieces that that Danny Ainge could put in would include Terry Rozier or, or, or Jalen Brown. I don't think he'd give up Tatum, but. Uh, get this, he's sitting on four first-round picks in the 2019 draft. They, they got their own pick, and they got Sac- Sacramento's, which is valuable. It's protected, but only for the top one. And then they got Memphis's, which has got top eight protection, and they got the Clippers' first-round pick, which is top 14 protected. So you're talking about a guy who's, who never makes bad trades. Danny just doesn't do it, doesn't make bad trades. And he's sitting on four first-round picks. Now, I know the Sixers – look – Sixers didn't buy out Jerry Bayless for a reason because he, you know, you can make the money work with that guy. Um, he's got an expiring deal and um, at eight point six million dollars for this year. So you put him in a trade and you start to make the money work. And then if Markel Fultz has his jumper back, he's, you know, he's certainly a, uh, mm-hmm. a, an expendable piece because he, you know, he's sort of superfluous to Ben Simmons at a certain level. They're both point guards. They played him a little. Brett played them both together a little bit. 
uh, last year, but you know that's it's far from a body of work you can make a long term judgment on. But right. when you look at when you look at what Danny Ainge has in the cover, can you see anybody um, beating him out? If, the, if there's a player, and he loves Anthony Davis, you know I've been hearing that for for years and years. He loves this guy. Can you see anybody um, outbidding uh, uh, Danny Ainge on uh, whether it's Anthony Davis or anybody else that, that he has his, his eyes on? If I'm going with my source, I'm going with Los Angeles. But to be honest with you, Boston looks good too. Uh, and what? If, and and this is the other thing I, I'll drive home. Um, 2019 is going to be so interesting because so many people are going to uh, change hands and go other places, switch conferences. I've been preparing myself this summer uh, to see another Lakers and Celtics rivalry. You saw it back before I was born. Uh, during your time and my parents' time, and then you saw it kind of resurface again in 20, 2008 and 2010, 2010, 2011, one of those years uh, when they played you know, again. But I, I think what makes this so special is Houston, excuse me, uh, Los Angeles and Boston are just story franchises uh, that are trying to create this narrative uh, of just uh, a dynasty uh, and trying to compete and win. I mean, when you look at the dynasty of magic and and and, and uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Byron Scott and James Worthy on the Lakers side. Then you look at the dynasty of Bird, McHale, Parrish, uh, Corporate Maxwell, all these guys. And then you look at it in 2018, 2019, we're on the brink of a potential uh, rivalry once again. Like, my sister's grown now. Uh, and, you know, in the 90s when she was born, she knew of, she knew of the Chicago Bulls. And uh, what Michael was able to do. And this was when, you know, the Celtics and the Lakers were in down years. Now you mean to tell me that Kyrie Irving, who says he's going to stay, uh, and, and LeBron James, who, you know, was his former teammate in Cleveland, is in L.A. And then we have the rumors of Kevin Durant potentially going to the Lakers. And, you know, some people say that, you know, the Warriors may end their, their run uh, because Clay may leave or, or, or KVD may leave. And then you have all these supposeds of Anthony Davis uh, potentially going to Boston Celtics because Danny Ainge likes it. If I'm a basketball fan, which I am, uh, I'd love it. Um, and, and from a business perspective, the NBA is uh, is loving the gift that keeps on giving. So with your question, Boston or L.A. makes sense for either team with, with Anthony Davis. Maybe the best team bid or trade. Yeah, Los Angeles would have – the Lakers would have to give up you know, a significant number of young players. Um, and I, you know, I think that list starts with Ingram and Kuzma. Um, and, and with, like you said, these guys, if they respond to LeBron's leadership, they step up their game that, you know, they start working out, you know, the way that Kobe works out, the way that LeBron works out, mm-hmm. they're keepers. If they're, you know, and, and if they're not going to work as hard, then LeBron's gonna, LeBron's going to say to magic and Kobe, okay, what do we got on, what do we got on the table? And, and, uh, and, and, you know, who, who's expendable based on what I've seen over, whether it's just the preseason, whether it's 20 games into the season or whether this is up around the, the all-star game in February when the trade deadline's coming around. So, um, you know, I said this all summer long, what the Lakers look like now doesn't matter. What the Lakers look like on March 1st, when their playoff roster is set, that's what you can judge them on. And then you can, mm-hmm. you can make your, you adjust your picks then. It, is this, is this a championship caliber team? I don't think they are right now, but they got so many guys on one-year deals that they've, they've built in flexibility to, to go after the guys they want to get when they want to get them, and they have the means to get them because so many guys want to go play with LeBron. You agree? Yeah. I, I think um, what you're saying to me makes a lot of sense. And uh, 
I'm a hip hop guy. And uh, Biggie Smalls made a song uh, called The Sky's the Limit. And the sky's the, definitely the limit uh, for either team, particularly the Lakers. And uh, this year, it really was an experimental year. I think that's why LeBron is paying so much attention to films and enjoying the digs of Los Angeles. But um, in, in the foreseeable future, he's got a four-year deal. If I'm not mistaken, he can opt out after the third year, correct? Uh, I think, you know, I'm not sure. I haven't looked at his contract. Um, he's going to stay. He's going to stay there. His dream is to play with his son. So if the if the one and done rules is done is finished by the time that uh, that Bronny is is finished with high school, then then LeBron can go pick his next team, whoever drafts LeBron James Jr. That'll be the where he ends up after four years with the Lakers. But I got a pencil in for four years, and I uh, and. And I think it's going to be a heck of a four years in, in Los Angeles and around the NBA. Like you said, it's the gift that keeps on giving. And uh, and with with so much cap space and so much flexibility built in, not only in the big markets, but even in the smaller markets, too. You know, there's a lot of smaller markets where the fans are just nuts loyal. San Antonio, Sacramento, you know, Sacramento is a long way away. San Antonio is not. But Oklahoma City, they're nuts about that team. You know, Memphis, they're a long way away. But, they're, they're, again, it's a single market team. So, they're nuts about it. And, um, you know, I, no one, everybody tells me there's no talk about this, but I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the NBA expand to 32 teams, go back into Seattle, go into Vegas. There's too many good players that are having to earn money overseas uh, because NBA teams are focused on too much, I think, on, on two-way players and developmental league players when they mm-hmm. could go out and, and get real players that, that can help them win a championship. So, uh, you know, we'll see where the NBA goes in the next year or two. And uh, but, but for now, uh, you know, the, the focus is on Anthony Davis, and I just want to go over the odds. Again, these odds are uh, courtesy of BetDSI.com. That's the show sponsor. Uh, it lives on GetMoreSports.com, of course, but the sponsor is BetDSI.com. And if you use bonus code BBALL1000, they'll match you up to $1,000. BetDSI.eu overseas. Right now, they're listing the Boston Celtics as even money to, to be the, uh, the team that Anthony Davis is playing for on opening night next season. The LA Lakers are at three to two. The Pelicans are at six to one. The Knicks are at eight to one, and the Sixers are at eight to one. And then you have the field, and uh, I don't think the field is going to come into play because I think he's going to end up on one of those five teams. Uh, Scoop, I, I want to give you another chance to, to to promo your podcast and where folks can hear it. Oh yeah, you guys, uh, more than anything, follow me on Twitter at Scoop B. Uh, that's where you can find all my my links and uh, podcasts. But if you subscribe to the Scoop B Radio podcast which received 2 million downloads last year. And as of July of this year, 1.5 million downloads. You can subscribe at uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn Apps to Chat, or simply visit uh, scoopbradio.com. We'll have Chris Sheridan on in the next couple of weeks as well. We got to make sure we get his expertise and his journey. Um, I definitely admire your journey and, and, and like what you're doing. And uh, But yeah, Scoopy Radio is where you catch everything. And yeah, that's it, man. Scoopy Radio. Yeah, it's it's good to have you on, and uh, you know you can follow me on uh, on my Twitter Sheridan Hoops. That's still the same Twitter I had as when I was running my website SheridanHoops.com. dot com. Um, not bad things can't happen to the guy who put me out of business, the, uh, Eric Schneiderman, the former New York State Attorney General, who's got his own set of problems. But uh, you know things happen, um, and you move on. So we're going to move on and, and we're going to close it out. Uh, Scoop, thanks for joining me uh, on the podcast. This is Sports Betting Tips with Chris Sheridan. This is episode 21. There'll be a lot more to come, folks. So. Scoop B Radio. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.